Hi, everybody, and welcome to Everything with Jenna. My name is Jenna, and I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to listen to my little podcast, my little section of the podcasting universe. So I really appreciate that. Um, So you guys, I took some time off, and really it was because I just didn't know what to say. There's just so much going on in the world right now, and I honestly just didn't know how to express what I wanted to express. And I still don't know if I'm going to do a good job at that or not, but I'm going to try my hardest. And to be very honest, I recorded probably three or four different versions of a podcast and I just didn't like the way I sounded, not my voice specifically, but just, I guess what I was trying to say. And I feel like it wasn't coming out as clear the message that I had It was kind of all over the place, which if you know me or you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, then you know that I kind of go down rabbit holes at times. So um, hopefully this one is a little bit more specific and hopefully I can release it. So if you're listening to it, I guess that means I'm okay with it or trying to be okay with it. So obviously there has been a lot going on in regard to privilege and Black Lives Matter, and we still have a pandemic happening, and there's just a lot going on. You know, I mean, there's just a lot of feelings and emotions, and I think it's okay to not be okay right now. Whatever side you're on, as far as what you think of the pandemic or what you think of protesting or any of that kind of stuff, I think that it's just a lot. We all are dealing with this in our own ways and probably, hopefully, being reflective on ourselves and what we see and what we've seen and what we're willing to tolerate and what we're not willing to tolerate. For me, if you, as a little brief history, if you're new to listening to this podcast, I grew up as a military brat and a friend of mine, I think, succinctly wrote all she saw was shades of green growing up as a military brat as well. And that's kind of the way I feel as well. Like to me, I remember my first best friend in first grade, she was black and it did not matter to me. You know, it was just, we got along very well. And, you know, first grade, like I, I truly firmly believe that I do not care what race you are, but on the other side, I've never had to deal with racism towards myself. I have seen racism. I have stood up against racism when I've experienced it on behalf of like people I'm with. But to be honest, I never really thought about having white privilege until it started becoming a topic of conversation in the media. And I do want to address the media for a moment. Um, I see a lot of things on Facebook, which, you know, everyone on Facebook, (laughs) keyboard warriors and gangsters and that sort of thing. Um, I would say that media and people going on and on against the media goes against everything that I believe in, in someone that really believes in media. And do I think it is, is definitely, there's definitely types of media that is not great. Yes, 100%. Um, But I think when people start saying like the media made up the pandemic and the media is causing all this problem with, with, um, racism. No, I don't think so. 
I really don't. And I know I'm probably in the minority when it comes to that particular viewpoint, but I tend to watch all different channels. Yes, I tend to be a little bit more liberal, but I think I firmly kind of more in the center. Realistically, I definitely have some conservative views and I definitely have some liberal views, but I take everything I see and I think about it and I make a decision, not because someone is telling me how I should feel. I can view something and decide if I think it's skewed or not, because you know why I'm a human being and I have a brain in my head on my shoulders. And those are my thoughts, just like for people who want to believe everything that they're told and they choose to only see things that through the lens that, that they've selected, then that's their choice as well. I'm not going to try and ever persuade someone who is a huge Trump supporter to not be, or someone who isn't to be, you know, I mean, those are, that's not my place. That's not what I'm here to do. However, the media, I think, is reporting on a lot of things that are happening. And when they're showing violent protests, there's that caveat of that. These are people that really aren't standing up for what Black Lives Matter. They're just looting and trying to get theirs. And that's what I've seen as far as the reporting in the media. Yes. Are they showing some of those violent things? Absolutely. Because they're reporting on what's happening. And, and for me, I think the frustration lies in that the media gets blamed for so much stuff when the media is reporting and both sides, I will watch CNN, MSNBC and Fox news and the skew that they, the spin that I would say that they all put on it is a little bit different. The lens is a little bit different. And of course it fits more of a narrative of their primary viewers, but all in all, it's still the same message. It's just, you have to choose as a human being, how you want to receive that messaging. That's my opinion on the media. And, and probably because I am a communications person, I, I firmly believe in freedom of speech. I firmly believe in the right to peacefully protesting. I don't believe in violence. I'm not that person. I don't appreciate violence. And when people choose to express their frustration and anger in violence, I think it loses their message. I really do. Really, really do. Do we have a problem in this country? Absolutely. 100%. Is it the media's fault? No, I don't think it is. Do I think there are overreactions? Absolutely. I've read, and I don't know how true this is, so you know, cause Facebook's they Facebook share so many memes and stuff like that and Instagram, but where they're going to have Yosemite Sam no longer have guns. Okay. That might be an overreaction, but to be honest, when Jack was little, he didn't watch Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd. I did growing up, but when he put it on or when I put it on for him, his first words was like, why is that little man trying to shoot the Easter bunny? So I was like, okay. <laughs> Apparently that's what he thinks. That's how he's perceiving this. And I just didn't think it was necessary for him to watch that. So we did go more of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse sort of route. And that's okay. That was the choice that we made. And 
you know, it's fine. Like Jack knows now at 13 what a gun is and he understands that, but it's not because of Yosemite Sam. So I don't know if it is the overcorrection in regard to that. I think people definitely sometimes want to do the right thing. And in that they go so far the other way that it's probably not necessary to do that. (laughs) If I were guessing in my opinion, but I think that probably people feel the majority of people probably feel similar to how I feel. Uh, I support police officers. I definitely back the blue. I don't think that it's necessary to defund police departments. I think that is going to lead to chaos. I really do because those people who are choosing to loot and riot, not the peaceful protesters. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who taking or taking advantage of a situation and trying to benefit from it, um, for themselves and they're causing problems. But I know that if I had a problem and someone was breaking into my home, I would call the police, but I know that not everyone feels that way and not everyone feels that they can call the police. And there is a stigma in some places where the police are totally against black people and people of color. I've never experienced that personally. Honestly, I've, I've never experienced that. I, I have supported our local police department here in many different avenues. I've worked with them on many different events and activities and have helped them reach out into the neighborhoods. Some of y'all are familiar with National Night Out, and that is to bring police into the neighborhood so they can have a face with those residents and, you know, make things a little bit better. I don't think all police officers are bad. You know, and and there's all these little things going on about bad apples. And if one bad apple you get rid of, you don't get rid of the whole thing. You get rid of the bad apple and whatever, however that goes. I don't think it's appropriate that we allow police officers to act the way that they have done. You know, I I don't think that that is absolutely uh, tolerated. It shouldn't be. And those people need to be removed. I do like the idea of having officers being more involved in counseling and helping their citizens in a different manner. However, I don't think defunding the police department is the right way to do that. And that's just my opinion and that's okay. And everyone has their own opinion. I I just personally don't believe that defunding a police department is, is the right thing to do. Uh, I would say that again, I feel as though that that will lead to a lot more chaos. I mean, honestly, and who are you going to call? You know, if, if something does happen, if you're me and something happens and someone is trying to assault me or hurt me, who am I going to call? I'm going to call the police, but if there is no police to call, what am I going to do then? Like, how does that work? I mean, I remember a few years ago here in Las Vegas, it was probably, gosh, probably like five or six years ago now, maybe even longer. And the current sheriff at the time had done a thing saying that if you got into a car accident, that if it was like a non-injury thing, because there was no, there wasn't enough in the budget and whatever that if you got into a car accident, it was non-injury and no one was really potentially hurt that you, you, the police wouldn't come out. 
there were so many people upset about that. I mean, my parents included like, great, what am I supposed to do? You know, if I get, how is my insurance going to react to that? What am I going to, there's all these things. And so I remember when the new sheriff was elected, one of his thing was like, no, we will come out. That is our job and we will make it work. So if that was just for traffic accidents, how the heck are we going to not have police officers to help us when things happen? You know, last year when I was working before I got promoted, there was a terrible incident that happened last year in the community I worked at. And all I knew was that at the time when it happened, there was a double homicide in this very nice area of the city where I worked. And it was the summertime. And basically, there was two teenagers that were shot and killed in the one's home. And, uh, it was frightening. I mean, it was a Friday night and I get a text message and I get a phone call and it was like, Hey, you know, it's 10 20 at night. And this is here. We have CSI homicide, all these people in our community and the news is going to be there for the 11 o'clock news. So in my position at that time, I had to roll out and go and be prepared to talk to the media about it. Thankfully, I didn't have to talk to the media. I did, but not on camera. So that was good. But, <laughs> but um, for myself, but could you imagine if the police weren't there? People were screaming and yelling. Why weren't they here faster? What happened? How could they, this have been avoided? As it turns out, it was like basically there was these three boys, they were all friends and the one boy and we're talking, and I say, boy, we're talking 18 and 19 year olds. The one boy was upset because the other two weren't really including him and involving him in their lives any longer. So he was upset about it. So long story short, he killed him. So that happened all within this very nice neighborhood in, in Las Vegas. It was super sad. The police force, not only did we work with them in the, in the days and weeks after we set up a whole situation where the police did a barbecue for the community and just wanted to, you know, let the community know that it's okay. We're here for you, all of that kind of stuff. So for me, I guess I just don't understand what the purpose is, is going to defund a police department. I think those types of actions in regard to bringing and going out into a community and working together with the community is where we need to go. I feel like I have had the honor and the privilege to do that many, many times. But again, I am not a black person. I am not a person of color. I am a white girl who probably has a lot of white privilege that I've been reflecting on. And so of course they're very apt to call me and say, Hey, Jenna, can you help us with this? We'd love to be in touch. We'd love to, you know, have your support as we move through the, this, you know, these times kind of a thing. And absolutely 100%. I always back the blue and I still will continue to back the blue as a whole. I will not defend actions of police officers killing people. To me, that's not acceptable. There's no reason for when a man is saying, I cannot breathe, and a police officer takes it upon himself to put his knee in his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, and he calls for his mom, to me, that's that's, that's repulsive. And to me, he should be 
tried for first degree murder. I just don't think I just don't or manslaughter. I know there's laws and stuff like that, but like, that's not acceptable. There's no reason for that. Why are we doing that? Then there's this other case that just recently happened. I think it was on Sunday or Saturday night in Atlanta. You know, I don't know the whole story. I'm not there. And I'm sure the police officers feel justified in what they're doing. And they're doing what they've been trained to do and this and that. But maybe we need to start retraining some of that. Maybe that, those are not the the first tactic, tactics is to go and shoot. Shoot first, ask questions later. Maybe that's the wrong way we should be looking at that. But again, I'm not a police officer and I don't know. All I do know is that there is a problem. And I will continue to support my friends who are black or of any kind of color that's not white. And, and also the way that it's not right. I still support my white friends too, but you know, I will continue to support the best way that I can, but I cannot get behind my opinion in defunding police departments. I feel like maybe again, we need to change the policies and we need to change how some of those things are handled. However, I, I don't feel that killing somebody is appropriate ever you know, I mean, that's just me. I just don't, I mean, I don't know. I have always asked when someone gets shot, like by a police, why didn't they shoot him in the leg? Like take him down, you know, like if they're that big of a threat, like, I don't know. Isn't that what you do? Like I've seen on movies and that's my experience is like, why not shoot him in the leg to take him down? Yes. Is that good? No, but at least you're not killing them. You know, why would, I don't know. I just don't understand. And there's so much of this. I don't understand, which honestly is the reason why I haven't spoken a lot about it because I only know enough to be, I don't want to say dangerous, but enough to know that it's not good, but I I'm not there. I haven't experienced that myself. And I know that is my white privilege. I understand that that is my white privilege. And the fact that I have definitely dealt with sexism in my life, but I certainly have not ever dealt with racism towards me as being the white girl. Very rarely is that ever even, you know, brought up. It's like, oh, you know, I I recognize, I recognize the fact that I am white and I was afforded a lot of opportunities. I never thought about it before, about how hard it was. Um, for other people, but I always felt like, you know, I did have a bigger uphill challenge because I'm a woman. I definitely feel that way. I feel that though there are things that maybe can happen for men easier than women. That's my opinion, but it's never been based off of my race. So now I think about a black woman, you know, and I, and I have some very strong black women friends and I really firmly believe that the the magnitude that I have felt sexism, I can only imagine how magnified that is when you combine both sexism and racism. And that's just unacceptable to me. And that's where we need to have the change. We need to have a change. And I don't know what that change looks like, but I do know that we all are here and we all need to work together on this. And I know there's a lot of ideas and a lot of people and a lot of people are angry and upset as they should be justifiably so. 
I'm upset and it doesn't affect me personally, right? And that's the point. And I think that's the reason why after so many years of all this stuff going on and everyone seeing it and it's just like, here we go again and here's another one. I think the reason why after George Floyd's death that so many people spoke out and so many, you see so many white people and other, just everyone coming together and peacefully protesting It's because it's time for a change. We watched a man get murdered and it was recorded, recorded. That's unacceptable, unacceptable. And it was like, this is the last straw. This man didn't, I don't care if he had, if he did have a counterfeit $20 bill, did he even know it was counterfeit? My husband and I were talking about that. Like, I can't tell you however many times like you get cash, which I don't really use cash often, but I remember back in the day when I was really like tight on money and budgeting and I would use cash because then, you know, I knew how much I had and that was how I kept my budget in line. Right. So I would use cash a lot of times. And if it was like a hundred dollar bill and they'd hold it up and I would always have that fear of like, Oh my God, what if it's counterfeit? And I didn't know. Like, I think that, I think that about George Floyd, like, did he even know if it was even counterfeit? From my understanding, he waited for the police officers to come to say, no, man, this is, you know, I'm good. Seriously? And now that's, that's worth murdering? No, it's not. And that's where I'm upset. If that was me and I was, you know, and I was like, hey, I had no idea or whatever. Do you think that any police officer would shove me to the ground and put their knee in my neck? I have to, I have to say, I don't think so. I really don't, you know, I really, really don't think that would be the case. There is no justification for, for those actions. And that's where the change needs to start. We need to start providing more counseling, more guidance. And we also really, really, really all need to be understanding of the fact that we are not putting up with this anymore. And those people who say stupid shit on social media and say like all lives matter. Of course, all lives matter. No one is saying not all lives matter or only blue lives matter. No, everyone matters. But right now we really need to turn our attention to what is going on. We need to focus on what is going on here. And, and I'm really, really tired of some people just really discounting this and, and, you know, a lot of them are white people that are just like, well, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're, they're taking, they're taking statues down across the country with Confederate, Confederate soldiers and Confederate people. And, and all these people are upset about it. And well, that's our history. Okay. Well, I lived in Germany and I can't tell you that I ever saw a picture of Adolf Hitler or a statue of Adolf Hitler ever. You know why? Yeah. We learn from him and we're not going to celebrate him. That's the reason why. Has anyone forgotten about Hitler? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, my my child knows who Adolf Hitler is. But we don't need a freaking statue to to justify, you know, his or not even justify to to show like, oh, this is part of our history. Yeah, I'm okay. Take the statues down. I don't think that's a bad idea. Seriously. The Confederate flag at NASCAR races. I heard this morning on the news that now their viewership has gone up like a hundred and something percent. So I think that's twofold. I think some of it has to do with the fact that there's not a lot of other sports on TV. So I think there's part of that to have a consideration. But 
I think it's good because now you're opening up a segment of population that felt like me, man, I'd love to watch races, but if I go to a NASCAR race and there's Confederate flags, like, am I going to be like, you know, whipped up? Seriously, like those are considerations that I never considered until now. Because again, I've never had to deal with that personally. I am white. I have a white husband. I have a white kid. Like I have dated men that were black before. I have dated men that were of different, um, different cultures and things like that. Um, you know, Hispanic and from the Philippines and black and, you know, all different kinds. I don't care. Like it's not who, I mean, it does not matter to me, but at this point in my life, I literally have a white husband, a white kid, and I am white and that's who we are. So those are things that I never considered before. And that's what this has done for me. It has made me realize that there is a racism, racism problem. And I never, and I honestly thought that we had moved past that. I really did until you start hearing and seeing all these terrible things happening and hearing more and more and more about it. And that is when, you know, you're like, seriously, I thought we were done with this. Like we're really here. This is 2020. And this is what we're dealing with in the midst of a pandemic. Seriously, this is really what we're, what we're dealing with. So then you have all these people who are pissed off, of course, because then you have the supporters and the black lives matter all marching together. And then what is that going to do? Coronavirus. And then, you know, you have certain people that are posting and saying things like, um, Oh, it's funny how, you know, they're, they're concerned about a Trump rally, but it's okay for black lives matter people. No, none of it's okay. None of it is okay. We shouldn't have to have black lives matter rallies and we shouldn't have to have Trump people either going and doing their support for him. You know, we shouldn't have to deal with all of that right now. We should be dealing with the coronavirus. But the truth of the matter is we wouldn't have to be dealing with black lives matter and having people having to march if shit was being done in the right in the first place. Seriously, that's where I take it. So, you know, are the numbers spiking? Absolutely. Will they continue to? Absolutely. Because nothing has changed. Three weeks after George Floyd was killed, this other guy last on Saturday night was killed in Atlanta. For what? Because he was sleeping in his car? Yeah. He should he have been there? Absolutely not. Was he in the wrong? Absolutely. He ran, he ran off. Yep. Does that mean that he should die? I'm going to go with no. I don't think that's really necessary. And if it was a white person, would they have shot him? I don't know. I'd like to say no, because they shouldn't be killing anybody. Like, that's my whole point. Like, there's no reason for people to, who don't have any weapons, who are not posing a threat. They're a pain in the ass, but are they posing a threat? Absolutely not. That's my point. And so now I've gone way off tangent and down a rabbit hole like I was talking about. So anyway, I guess my point is, is that as a person with white privilege and as a person that has owns that and just, and, and, you know, just understands to the depth and magnitude that I have, I would like to say that, you know, I will continue to voice at times when it's necessary or even when it's not necessary, I will always stand for what I believe is the right thing. And for me, the right thing is treating everybody with respect, no matter what race, color, creed, whatever, sexual orientation, you know, anything. I don't care. 
I really don't. I care about the person. If you're an asshole, I'm not going to like you because you're an asshole, not because you're whatever, because you're purple. That doesn't matter to me. I don't like you because you're an asshole because of, of your attitude or whatever. Like those are my, that's where I look at it. Years and years ago, as a kid, it was never judge a book by its cover. And that's true. You shouldn't. So why are we judging people by their cover or their color as the case may be? So now that I've got myself some of that out, I hope that this comes out appropriately and doesn't come out a bunch of like rambling gibberish, but I'm just upset. You know, I just, I just still can't believe that it's 2020 and that we're here in this moment. It's unbelievable. I really thought we were past it. And I know that was naive of me, but I really did. So anyways, um, I appreciate you listening to my, to my thoughts on this. And I hope that wherever you are and whatever it is that you're going through, that you're okay, because we all need to be okay. And it's okay to not be okay. But we try, we really need to try and get back to a point where maybe we can be okay. I really hope so. I really hope that we all can be okay. Because it's scary. It's a scary time right now with everything going on. It is so scary. And, and I just, I just pray that we all can be okay. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, everybody.